Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 post game show. I'm your host, Anthony Donardo. With me, we have Neil. Neil, Pirates win three to two. What is up? Not a whole lot. It was a fun, decent game to watch. Somehow more interesting than last night's game. I don't know why. <laughs> Even though <laughs> I like, don't know why. Yeah. I, well, no, not because of the Pirates win. I don't know. It was, it was a lot more engaging tonight. Last night it was kind of like, oh, we're at five nothing. And then. Oh, then Oviedo was cooked. But tonight, tonight was fun. Well, I mean, victories always lead to more fun and excitement after the game. Yeah. But, like, of course, like yesterday, right, it was it was a quick lead, which was good. It was fun at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And then it not so quickly went away. But, I mean, it went away. Mm-hmm. You don't want to blow yeah. those type of leads, you know. So it was like, eh, maybe there's better things to do after the game now. But tonight, mm-hmm. I felt like this game was uh, was entertaining because it was close. Because mm-hmm. Bryce Harper got ejected and had one of the best ejections I think I've ever seen. That was great and, and uh, completely justified too, man. Like that was oh, yeah. horrendous call, and I'm never going to complain. Like you know, I, I think on I think Hernandez was awful for us last night, and I didn't want to complain about it because the Pirates weren't very good either. But he's so bad. Yes, I don't know how very you call that a, a swinging strike. But I'll take it. Right. Um, uh, I'm with you. Uh, again, it, it created great entertainment. I mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Bryce Harper was in the in the right there. Angel Hernandez is is awful and was terrible. <laughs> but uh what a moment. And honestly, without Bryce Harper, that helps the pirates win this game, probably. So all things were yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bryce Harper is really good at baseball, and I wish he was on my team. So anytime you don't have to face him, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but anyways, let's kind of get into this game here. So as we mentioned, the Pirates did win three to two. Uh, it was it was one of those games. And you know what? I, I tweeted this, and as soon as I tweeted, I mentioned, you know, behind the scenes, I was like, okay, I saw the line come out. There's Palacios. There's Miguel Anduar. Mm-hmm. You got Bay still. He's playing second. There's also Alfonso Rivas, right? Luis Ortiz not looking the greatest this year. He's going to match mm-hmm. up with Zach Wheeler. Pirates going to win this game, and they did. But that's yeah. not what you think when you see this lineup come out. No, well, it's partially like well, it's Jared Triolo, but also like the Phillies are really just in taper up for the playoffs mode. I think you can kind of really tell. You know, the, the, the bottom of the lineup was, uh, was and Castellanos is good, but then it goes Sosa, Cave, Pashi, which is a pretty gimme <laughs> bottom three. Yeah, right. And, you know, Wheeler only went four innings. Looks pretty darn oh, good man. in those four innings. Um, But, you know, he gets pulled up 67 pitches. Clearly, they're, they're just getting him rested for the playoffs. So I think we're going to be a benefactor of that, but the real fun is going to be the weekend where we have the Marlins fighting for their lives. Yeah, this and upcoming they, uh, series is going to be fun in that aspect, right? Philly's locked it up yeah. the first game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like you said, they're kind of in cruise mode. Uh, yeah. In, in yeah. the Cubs. If are you took the over on Bryce Harper, I'm sorry, on Zach Wheeler's five and a half strikeouts like I did, you're kind of disappointed to see him being taken out soon. <laughs> Why would you ever place bets on the last week of the season? Come, like you because know, I, you know right, better. Listen, <laughs> I saw the lineup come out today. You know I what? Went right <laughs> to the app and said over. 
Fair. Um, <laughs> which he was on pace to easily do. But at any rate. Because you imagine all the fantasy owners who own Zach Wheeler or Bryce Harper and are in their like their championship weeks. <laughs> to your <laughs> point, what fantasy league is running their last their their championship league in the last week of the the season too? So there's same yeah I'll, 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 only one only one league that I am is, but I'm eliminated, so I I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> there you go. Um, back to the game. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was a bad lineup. But you know, you got four, four, five hits from Palacios, Rivas, and Delay, and that's that'll play. It is one of those things, like you said, it's it's a bad lineup. Like when you look at it, you you believe so. But to be honest, Palacios has been playing better lately. Mm. We know his late game heroics, right? Miguel Andor has been playing better lately. Uh, Alfonso Rivas is whatever. Now he had a huge game earlier, right? He had what five RBIs and three hits not too long ago. He did have to hit today. So, like, he's come through. You know, that's something this team has shown, especially the second half, is they're going to play. They're going to give you everything they have. You know, they Mm -hmm. fight, and they're going to come through at times. And today was one of those games, you know. But, again, as we talk over and over again, Triolo, like, Triolo just keeps Mm -hmm. doing it. So, when you see Triolo in the lineup, just – it's a W. <laughs> but, but I don't know how to, if you can bet on like individual players' hits. I don't play. I don't gamble. But I can imagine you're smashing the over on everything, Jared Triolo, right now. But no, I mean, like, it's three wins. It's, it's a three-game series where you lose by two runs twice, and you win the first, the third one. You know, so like that, that, that the series could have very easily gone to the Pirates if like a couple other things you know go our way. Yeah. And so, like, you know, I guess one of the more encouraging, maybe intriguing things of this year is um, that we've played the Braves and the Phillies pretty darn well. Like, we, we gave the Padres a real fight. We, actually, we beat the crap out of the Padres. We gave the Dodgers a run for their money. Like, you know, like, against, like, the big boys of the NL, like, we weren't terrible this year. You are correct, though. You are correct. It just it like I hate hearing it put that way. Like we weren't terrible, yay! But at the same sense, like that that is part of like the progress we're talking. Like the second half of this year, you know, especially after the trade deadline, like you have seen this team. And again, it's been mainly not so much the rookies, but although Jared Trillo definitely is part of that. But yeah. like <laughs> Reynolds coming through and, and playing, you know, much better, and especially Brian Hayes coming through and playing much better. Mitch Keller mm-hmm. really putting it together. Then after he had that little stretch of like those 10 starts where he was pretty bad. Um, but yeah, like, and then again, like this team not giving up. So right. When you stack them against the Braves and even though they did only win one out of three, it was actually a well-played series. You yeah. Know, we've talked about, it, I feel like series after series up like this team, they might have put racking up all the wins. They're still racking up more wins. I, mean, than I think you expect. So, but, I, mean, yeah, I don't like saying that. good baseball. Yeah. I don't like saying it like that, like not being terrible, but like you split the Phillies season series, you split the Braves. I think we either split the Dodgers or we took the season series from the Dodgers. We took five of six from the Padres. Like, I think Jim says, like, we were bad versus the Cubs and the Brewers and pretty much everyone else. Like, it was pretty even footing, all things considered. I think if mm-hmm. you go down the That's entire right. National League, and I like that. I, I'm a fan of when we look like a competent baseball team. <laughs> That's what you wanted teams. out of this year. Like you, you <laughs> yeah. wanted to see some confidence, and that's what you're getting. And you're right, like today. Now, albeit some of the throws looked very incompetent today. 
I thought the Pirates were literally going to throw the game away. Oh, <laughs> they only allowed one run on those. So yeah, like Nick Gonzalez just airmailed one into the stands, and then Jason Delay shortly after threw it well over Trillo's head as a from stolen base, which ended up allowing Trey Turner to score. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like it was a three-one game, and some incompetencies like came through. But overall, mm-hmm. like you said, like for the most part, what we're seeing right now is is good baseball being played. And that's really what you needed to see this year, like at the bare minimum. So, yeah. you know, they are doing that. They are winning um, a good portion of their baseball games, you know, recently uh, against pretty like quality teams also, like you mentioned, you know. Yeah, so, especially uh, after having to suffer through Ju- May and June. Pirates baseball, it, it, where it was just terrible to watch. It was terrible to talk about. Oh, yeah. It's been it's been a it's been a nice refreshing change of pace. Yep. And we're at 75 wins. That, which that which probably was are, the yeah. bare minimum what we needed to do this year. So but yeah, and let's talk to again. Luis Ortiz starts the game off, and we mentioned like he hasn't been pitching too well. The results, like results have been better, but mm-hmm. like the eye test seems to be about the same. And today I felt a little about the same there. Like the results ended up being pretty good. I mean, five innings pitched. One earned run, four hits, two walks, four strikeouts. One of the hits, of course, being the solo shot to Schwarber very early on in the game, opened the game that way, right? Schwarber, well, mm-hmm. I guess, opened the game, but the Phillies scoring it did uh, in the first inning. And I mean, I thought the Wills, like right away, I'm like, okay, here we go. Bad Luis Ortiz. But he did, mm-hmm. like, he, he fought through, he pitched decently well. You know, the mm-hmm. Phillies are a team that's going to swing and miss, and he got his whiffs and he got his strikeouts per se. But, you know, it, it's his last start. It is what it is. Like it's, it's ninety six miles an hour. I I don't really get I mean, it. He was he he was hitting ninety seven fairly consistently tonight. Um, you know, I think the swings and misses are positive, and I don't think I'm ever going to hold it against a guy of his stature to be giving up home runs to Kyle Schwarber this year, because mm-hmm. Kyle Schwarber is hitting nukes off of everyone. Um, but you know, he's not like. Besides that one Marlins start, you've never really had a Luis Ortiz outing where you're like. Yes, I see it. Like, there's always right. some reservations. Yep. With a Luis Ortiz start, like you can see, like a lot of hard contact given up. And the Phillies are a good team. Like, mm-hmm. the Phillies are a darn good team. But no, it's been a problem all year. It's nice that his ERA is under five now. Like he has, he has worked it down a bit. Like, I feel like his ERA had ballooned, but I think ever since like coming up, like. It hasn't been great, but it hasn't been awful either. And I think it's because he's getting more swings and misses. You know, he's playing the fastball slider combination a lot better. But the control at this point isn't even walking people tonight. It's just leaving pitches over the zone. Yeah. And that's the problem. Well, well, he he needs to join uh, Oviedo at Tread this summer, this winter. Spend all summer at Tread. I want to know what the group discount package is at Tread because like everyone just <laughs> just send yeah. them on over all at once, cut a good deal. Because well, yeah, I feel like there's quite a few that we could be talking. Also, Quinn Priester. Also, let I me mean, just go down the list. But uh, at any rate, yeah, like that is part of it. I'm pulling the numbers here actually, but like he has like the the numbers have been better. I think mm-hmm. he has looked better, but it was a very low bar to start with from his first time up here. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, like he has looked better, but I think the best way to put it is like you mentioned, like there's still just more to be desired. Like you still want to see more from I think I think you're expecting to see more from him 
just based off of like what you know about Luis Ortiz, like the type of pitcher you hoped mm. and expected to kind of see this year coming into the season, you know? So like, yeah, again, like today was a, a positive start. I just, I just really felt like at this point in time of this season, you were hoping expect like 2024. He's part of this rotation. He's part of this future. Like these are Luis, Luis Ortiz and, Right now, you're like you have two pitchers going to next year, and after that, yeah, like, it, it, that was gonna be my point. Like, you there's never a point in this year where you thought Luis Ortiz is a starter in the rotation when we're trying to compete next year, right? And quite honestly, he's kind of without a roster spot next year. I don't know what you where you slot him in. Like, I don't think he'd be good enough for a bullpen role. Like, I think his control is like isn't good enough, and he isn't throwing hard enough. But at the same time, like I wouldn't even trust him as our fifth starter. Like it is right. weird. Um, right. There's gonna be a lot of battles for that fifth starter, but I don't know mm-hmm. who number three and four is either. Yeah, uh, it's Bailey Falter. Um, but uh, <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's where free agency comes in. But you know, right. I, it, it really is something like the Pirates have to have good, solid pitching if they want to be good. And it's worrisome that none of the rookies have looked particularly interesting at all this year. Right. But yep. he's he's probably looked the that's surprising. He's probably looked the best out of the three rookie starters that we brought up and given significant time to. Now I'll be it. So I do have the numbers up here. This obviously just is good through or till today, right? Doesn't count today's. Why did an ad just come up? Now I don't have the numbers. Ad block. Get some ad block on your computer. All right. So yeah, I mean, so since he came back up on August twenty third, his his ERA actually is a five fourteen. His fifth though a four forty seven, and and part of that was his first start debuting, which was against St. Louis. He gave up five and three point one. But since then, one earned, two earned, one earned, four, three, and then today one. So like since the first start of his recall, right. He's looked like the performance-wise has been better. Um, mm-hmm. And today, again, we'll add on to that. So, like, he at least finishes the season, like, on a stronger note, per se, right? Mm-hmm. You, you can you can build on that, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's still more you want to see from Luis Ortiz, but it has been better these past six starts, you know, than what you've seen all year. But still not great, you know. It, 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 that's the rough part, like. Right. <laughs> So, you know, hopefully, like, he comes back in spring training is, like, a completely different guy. But until the until that controls there, he's just never going to be an MLB starter. Like, Johan Oviedo can get away with an erratic fastball sometimes. Luis Ortiz can't. Because right. his, his fastball is so much more erratic, and it's so much worse. But also... Oviedo has such really good secondary stuff. Yeah. Really good. Oviedo right. has those intangibles. He's a winner. <laughs> he's also going to be a douchebag. Yes. Yeah, so yes, he is. He's got that working for him also. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Luis Ortiz needs to be a douchebag. That's the missing intangible. But listen, I, I want more Bryce Harper's on our team. Uh, honestly, I, yeah. I love Bryce Harper's douchebag attitude i want that more so if you Oviedo wants to be that i'm all for it as long as it also comes with being a good player 
Like yeah, that's I what's agree. most important. Yeah. Don't be that and also he, be a terrible player. Yeah, no one wants to be AJ Pierzynski. There you there you go. <laughs> but anyways, back to the game. But uh yeah, again, Luis Ortiz wraps it up so he ends this series season with a four seven eight ERA. Um can can we talk about Big Bank again? Who's just yes, looked can. unreal since coming back from his IL stint? Like isn't it fifteen scoreless? No, that's Barucky. Oh, sorry, I'm 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 messing up our other slider spam. It's, well, when you have an elite <laughs> bullpen, yeah, that spam sliders, right? It's, yeah. it's easy to mix them up. But Moretta, oh my god, I, this is why I love this guy so much. Like he needs to be a good player, yeah. Because I love all the antics. I love the attitude he brings. Like especially as a bullpen guy. Uh, and today he he does it again. One point one hitless, scoreless, one mm-hmm. strikeout. Like Moretta's just been, has been great. Yeah, so I, I messed up my Joe Block tweets. Sorry, I, I messed up my Joe Block stats. It's um, he's retired sixteen of seventeen batters face since being called up. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's that sounds about right. But that's so, elite. <laughs> that's yeah, great. that is that is so good. Um, and yeah, he his sliders looked unhittable, and like he he. There were points in this year where like when he wasn't sagging, he didn't look like he had that confidence on the mound. He looks like he has all the confidence in the world right now. He's yeah. I've lost confidence because <laughs> taking it from me. It's like in Space Jam, like he's taking everyone's confidence and bottled up, and, and now it's his. <laughs> Moretta's secret stuff. Yes, but for real, I mean, I I love I love Dowry Moretta. I absolutely yeah. love him. And again, like I can't say enough. I need him to be good because it goes back to the comment about being a douchebag, right? Like he can't be bad. And having these antics, so he has yeah. to be good for those reasons. But those antics is why I love him so much. Yeah, so it's, it's fun. It, it makes it, it makes the team a lot more fun because, like, if you go back to the twenty twenty two Pirates, like they were bad and they were boring. Yeah, <laughs> they did not, yeah. like I, I think like even the twenty one team was more endearing because you had guys like Eric Gonzalez and Wilmer Defu who were objectively like, terrible players, but they had like a little bit of spark and a little bit of fun with them. And right. Cabrian Hayes and Brian Reynolds love the guys, but they are not um, exciting personality guys. So we we need, we need that little bit of spark with Moretta. But if you notice, right, like you mentioned, this year's team has brought in more of that. Yes. I never saw Brian Reynolds do the gritty before this year. <laughs> so maybe they're bringing that a little bit out of Brian Reynolds. Like if he's going to be like a secondary or third piece in that, that's fine. But we've, like, we've, allow him to be that. He's we, getting we've, there. We've seen Brian Reynolds smile more than once this year, and we were, we were, bringing, we were bringing it out of his shell. There you go. <laughs> right. He smiled at least three times this year. <laughs> but again, like Dowry Moretta is, is like a big part of that. You know, I mean, like this yeah. bullpen is getting some swag. Well, this whole team is, but like, yeah, this bullpen is. And again, Moretta pitched well. And to follow up with, like you mentioned with Brucky, Brucky came in and did King Brucky things, point two innings. No hits, nothing. His ERA goes down to a 2.54. I mean, I take everything I, I said about him back. I mean, I thought this was yeah. the <laughs> worthless, most clueless move. Like, why are you doing this? This guy's terrible. He's been terrible for the Cubs who yeah. need pitching. And, like, he was terrible for the Cubs minor league. Like, I don't understand this. And well, just spam the slider. Yeah, I, 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 I was wrong about a different 
lefty guy from the Cubs who I hated when we signed. Like, so I'll, I'll eat it about Perdomo. You can eat it about Barucky. You know, I think that we, we'll, we'll spread it together. <laughs> like, <laughs> that works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, like you know, I, I've said this before, but, you know, the, one of the biggest reasons those playoff teams were so good was because of how locked down the bullpen was. Like, all you had to do was get five competent innings from a starter and the game was over if you're winning. And I don't think we're we're gonna we're close to that, but like when you get Barucky and Moretta pitching like this, and you then you add in Majinski and Bednar and a healthy Perdomo, like you are seeing a bullpen where like you've got a lot of options of guys that you don't hate to go to. And you know, hopefully Kyle Nicholas figures out how to use his stuff in a right way. Cause then he can join that too. And you, you, even Colin Holderman as heart attack inducing as he is like, you are looking at a solid, like five or six guys that you can roll into next year and feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I'm absolutely with you. That's one thing that this season has, I think maybe been the biggest surprise. It has been the bullpen. You know, I've been touting and, and, firing up the bullpen engines, you know, for like over a year now, because it's like, this is the bullpen is one of the easiest things to make a team better. And you know, mm-hmm. I keep going to the Orioles. Just let's keep looking at the Orioles, right? Like how were they successful last year? A lot of it was the bullpen. Now, of course they have a lot of talents, right? But yeah. like they put together a bullpen via nothing. A lot of waiver yeah. claims, a lot of, you know, low trades, whatever. Like these weren't talented, like high, high leverage, high, value pieces right like they just kind of pulled together that there were the bruckies of the world right the morettas mm-hmm. of the world that's how the Orioles were able to do it and like that's what this team if they want to be competitive for 2024 they're gonna have to find that and i think as we're ending this season right today kind of shows it moretta brucky majinski and then bednar you are seeing a bullpen form we can yeah. talk and debate and that's what the offseason is going to be all about right how good it can be or will be but you are actually seeing pieces that like you mentioned, like you're not afraid to go to. Mm-hmm. So like that's, that's a big win right now, you know? And again, today was a big part of it. Moretta came yeah. in scoreless. Brucky came in scoreless. Now Majinski did have the, uh, the, the one run, but again, we can talk like that was delay. Mm. That was some bad defense there. Right. It, it, it gave it up a hit to a really, really good player, you know, like, <laughs> Trey Turner is really good. So yeah, no, and no, no, I've no issues from Majinski. Yeah. Right. (laughs) But like, you know, I I think at this point I'd probably be, I would probably want to switch Majinski and Holderman, put Majinski in the eighth and put Holderman in the seventh, just because I think Holderman can kind of get the, the the lights can be a little too bright for him. Um, but no, like having, having a seven through nine, uh, bullpen piece that you feel good about i mean man remember what, what was it like watson melanson i forget who our seventh inning guy was um well every time i'm putting on the spot i always forget things but it was i mean watson melanson and then you had they, they damn it see we had Vin Mazzaro, uh, i used. think jerry that- hughes i think in 2013 or eighth inning guy was vin mazzaro Mm, Mazzaro was a good one too. Yeah, so but like, that was but, also like let's talk about that, right? Like if you're talking about the form ones, I mean that's what Neil Huntington was able to do. He was able to piece together yeah. a formidable bullpen, which 
was basically filled with like cast offs, right. Or undervalued guys and trays or whatever. And that's what you got. Mm-hmm. So, Oh yeah. Wilson too. Yeah. Before, Justin Wilson for Cervelli. So you had Melanson, Watson, Wilson, Mazzaro, and Gurley in 2013. All those guys had ERAs below three. Mm-hmm. All gave you pretty much 70 innings. Like those are bulk guys that you can depend on. And if you're going to win without spending money, especially on starting pitching, you need to nail the bullpen to come carry you and win some games that you wouldn't normally win. Exactly. It's just a, it's just, it's a fact of life. <laughs> Kind of emulates like tonight's game. That's why I kind of brought up that with that sense. You know, like Ortiz only goes five innings, but the bullpen's able to pick it up and carry the rest of the way. And honestly, again, like with those guys with Moretta, Baraki, Majinski, and Bednar, you feel pretty comfortable right now. I'm not gonna say yeah. elite till back like 2013, but like not one of those players was put into this game and you felt like, all right, they're gonna blow this lead. They're all confident you know the fun- players. Again, the word. The craziest word. thing is that, like, and I never would have guessed that the person I was most worried about was uh, Bednar, if I was being completely honest. <laughs> like, Bednar has been like, really shaky as of late. I'm like, all right, one run lead with Bednar. This is going to be a trip. Yeah, <laughs> and then well, let's, gave- let's then get to that. So, yeah, it, it was a 3 2 game. Bednar comes in right away, full count, Castiano walks. And yeah, all those feelings you mentioned. Mm-hmm. That's what I think everyone on Pirates Twitter was feeling right at that point. Yeah. He has been shaky lately, and I don't know how to make of it. Like I look at it as a positive. He finds every single way to get out of it. Yeah, and it's been tested like time and time again. It's it's almost like the Josh Palacios things, and That's I mean that as in like <laughs> he keeps doing it. So I kind of have faith that like he it's a skill like. He just does it, right? Like Josh Palacios mm-hmm. just comes through when they're down and, and wins the games, right? Mm-hmm. And like with David Bednar, it's just like even if he struggles, I feel like we just have to be confident and comfortable that he's going to find a way to get out of it because he just mm-hmm. does it. Yeah. No, he does. And like he always makes it, yeah, at least recently, I think at the beginning of the year, like in like the first couple months, like when he came in, no one was getting on base. There was no chance. Now as the year's gone on, I think, you know, there's definitely been like he gets people on and he's blown a couple saves, but I mean, no, he gets it done. And I'm never going to blame him for something that happened where he has to come into the 10th and give up a single and then he loses the game. So, right. No, he was, he was really good after Castellanos. Like none of the other, I think it was Cave, Pashi, and uh, Sosa. None of them even looked like they had a shot at hitting him. Yep. So that was that was great. Yep. He went right to shutdown mode. So he made it interesting right away, but then he took care of business. Pirates win their 75th. He gets his 30, what now? 37th? I want to say 38th, but yeah, 38 save. All right. So David Bednar and his ERA down to 204 right now. Um, shut it down. But yeah, uh, again, like I thought today the, the pitching was the big part. Uh again, Luis Ortiz started off pitched effectively right got them through it um and then the bullpen came in and just did their thing but let's get back to the offensive side because i think that's something to definitely talk about you know we talked about triolo Mm -hmm. as you said before the show there's nothing more we can talk about triolo we talk about every single day sometimes twice a day so i guess we won't spend too much time on him but he does go two for five again today his ops up to a 795 he's just doing dumb stupid amazing things but 
I want to get to he's gonna another finish. person. He's going to finish with two war this season in like 60 games. Uh, that's all I'll say. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, well, genuinely ridiculous. And after her second at bat, he had the highest OPS on the team just to put out that out there too. <laughs> now, obviously it's not, but like, it's still up there. It's a 795 Reynolds, 797 and Swinsky 798. So mm-hmm. like he's up there with the big boys for a glove first player, but we'll move on. I do want to spend a little bit of time on Jack Sawinski. And we don't have a whole lot of time, but I do want to talk about him because he has just looked so much better. But I think a lot of it is because he looks different. Yes. And tonight, he goes two more hits, gets an RBI because, yes, Jack puts the ball in play these days and scores guys from first instead of walking to first and doing nothing with it. So... He swung on the first Neil. pitch today and got a single. It was the most beautiful single I've ever seen. It's like the whole <laughs> world just saw this. Like, why don't you just swing the bat? And now he's <laughs> finally doing it, and here we go. I mean, I, I I just can't believe it took him this long to think, hmm, I destroy baseballs when they're in the zone. What if I started swinging at those? Like, I, wa- I want to know, like, what was happening between Andy Haynes and Jack Sawinski talking about hitting and how it took him this long to come to this conclusion because like it's kind of frustrating we could have had like an amazing jack Sawinski all year but instead we're getting uh a nice resurgence at the end of the year but it's great yeah and it's like another one of those things it's like okay it happens so late in the season that like you can't just assume and expect to carry over next year mm-hmm. but if cabrian hayes has turned around and become like a good hitter now Right, Brian Reynolds is Brian Reynolds. If Jack's maybe starting to figure out, like, if I swing the baseball bat and hit the baseball, maybe I could be a good baseball player. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, like, there's reasons to be hopeful and because it, it, it's not even optimistic about you know next year and stuff. It's, like, it, like, it's, it's not even just like maybe like, oh, it's a hot streak because like you can tangibly see what he's doing different. His stance is different. His approach at the plate is way different. Like, and and it's paying off in dividends with skills that we kind of already knew that he had, like we know he doesn't chase pitches out of the zone. We know he has a great eye. We know he has power, but now fixing the hit tool is the biggest hole in his, in his repertoire. So, I mean, and if he hits like this, like his defense isn't great in center field, but if you have like 120 WRC plus center fielder, that plays, that that, that, that plays a lot. (laughs) That's the whole th- that was a whole talk about Brian Reynolds. That's why he was so valuable when you're talking about trade returns for him. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if he's like a great center fielder, you can hit, and that's for a center fielder, especially that that plays. Um, then like I'm not saying Swinsky turning into like the Brian Reynolds, but like he doesn't have to have good defense to that degree if he's gonna be like this type of hitter, mm-hmm. like this is valuable. And this will lead you to be more consistent because you're swinging a damn baseball bat. If you're putting the ball in play, and, you will create runs more often than not. And, and he's not striking. I don't feel like he's striking out as much he's because not. he doesn't go down 0-2 every single at-bat. In <laughs> like, fact, he had zero strikeouts tonight. It's incredible how, it's <laughs> incredible how baseball podcast, works. You <laughs> the mind balloons. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as if the goal of the ba- of the batter is to hit the baseball. <laughs> like, yeah, we're, we're getting down to Imagine. such fundamentals here. Like, <laughs> it's, 
Like uh, when this game was created 200 years ago, and the guy was like, I'm gonna throw this ball and you hit it. Like that was the yeah. very base, that was the core of the game. Yeah. And Jack was like, I'm just gonna not gonna do that part. I'm gonna do all the other things instead. It, it just but anyways, like- <laughs> Jack has looked really, really good lately, and it leaves me very encouraged. Uh, mm-hmm. and again tonight, like I'm not gonna say he's a big part of the win, but yeah, like he put a ball in play. Was it Triolo that was on second? Or well, not Triolo, obviously. Was it Reynolds on second? I, I believe so. Yeah. Reynolds was on second base and he was able to score because Jack Swinsky hit mm-hmm. the ball. It was in between right second and center, able to drive in Reynolds. Yeah. Like you're seeing more and more of that. And I think that now I could be wrong, but I think that now makes it 15 RBIs in this month. If not, definitely more. Cause I mean, last time I looked, it was 14, mm-hmm. but like he's, he's driving in runs. He's making contact, driving in runs. He's producing runs for this team. Yeah, situ- he, he learned situational hitting. <laughs> it, 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 you know, if it takes a little, a couple ticks off his F4, I'm okay. I'm really yeah. okay. Um, yeah, but I mean, I think also something that lost is that, like, we scored three runs, but we had 11 hits and we hit the ball consistently hard all night. Like, I, I genuinely think, like, we were unlucky tonight to only walk away with three runs, even if it didn't seem like it in the later innings. Like, mm-hmm. But you're right, it is 15 RBIs for Suwinski in 21 games. There 21 games started. You know, what's, uh, you know what's funny about that? So you're talking about the hits. The Pirates mm-hmm. tonight had two walks, 10 strikeouts. You know who didn't strike out tonight? The only Pirates, Miguel Andujar and Jack Suwinski. <laughs> Baseball is such a stupid sport. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> I love it, but it's so stupid. <laughs> there you have it. Ryan Reynolds strikes out twice. Jared Triola strikes out twice. No strikeouts. Jack Swinsky, Miguel Andor. Yeah. Of course. As, right. as everyone predicted. <laughs> um, I mean, Miguel Andor kind of looked awful tonight, too, but it's he's also Miguel Andor, so I'm not surprised. But I mean, Palacios got two hits. Rivas got two hits. Delay got a hit and a he walk. Mm hmm. Bay got a hit. I mean, he wasn't great tonight either, but only one guy didn't get a hit today. And that was Nick Gonzalez, who... Well, Andor didn't either. Oh, but and yeah, Nick Gonzalez also didn't. And I know it's just a couple games since being recalled, but... He's looked awful. Yeah, yeah. He, he does not look comfortable at the plate in any sense of the word. I don't look at this and say, you know what? He is performing in AAA, and it's carrying over. Mm-hmm. I look at this and see more of what his issues were his last time here. And yeah. again, just a couple of games. I'm not going to say that it's done. There's only a couple more games left, obviously, in the season anyways. But mm-hmm. this isn't really what you wanted to see in him coming back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. He's been bad. He airmailed. Like, at least when he was up first, his defense was good. Like His defense was really good. And then now he's airmailing uh, balls into the stands. I think, yeah, you don't I, want to see that either. I could be wrong because I'm, I'm. It looks like he's just trying way too hard. Like he's pressing everything at the bat at the plate. It looks like he's trying to do too much in the field. Like that throw, he's trying to do too much. Like I could be completely wrong, but it literally looks like he's trying to prove himself in these last couple of days. Yeah. I'm not going to go to all psychologist mode on that. He could, mm. he could not. But what I'll say is I could see it. Like when there's only a finite amount of games left, 
mm-hmm. and you're here, like you probably want to make some type of statement for you in the season. So you're probably tr- maybe trying to do some things. So I-, I could see if that being the case, you know, that's not too far fetched. Yeah. That's what happens when you get caught up when there's six games left of the year. Yeah, I'm not trying to psychoanalyze him. That is just what I've noticed from him, like how he's playing. Yeah. Uh, yep. But, but again, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to put that as gospel because I definitely do not know what's going on in the side and the dugout. <laughs> no, you do. And that's the name of the show. You're, re- <laughs> you're renaming it. <laughs> Anyways, though, um, let's go ahead and wrap this up here. But yeah, yeah. Pirates do win three to two. They are now 75 and 84. Three more games of this season, Neil. This Three is your more. last post game, correct? It is my last post game. It's been fun. So, it's been a blast. There it is for you. There's three games left. They're all at home against the Marlins. As you mentioned to come start the show, Marlins are in a fight. So, still pretty important series for the Marlins. It should be a good mm-hmm. series for a competition. So, are you, are you telling me that you would not take getting swept by the Marlins right now if it meant the Cubs missed the playoffs? Nope. All right. See, I don't care enough about that. I just, I don't, and it could uh, just be me, and maybe because I don't. In baseball, like if it was football, like I have a pure hatred for the, the Patriots, and it's more because my brother's like a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. So maybe I like spite my face to spite my nose to you know, whatever. Stupid thing. <laughs> I, I hate the Cubs. Bite my so face. Much. Bite my bite my nose to spite <laughs> my face. There it is. Um. So I, I I want us to pitch uh, Quinn Priester every day, and I want us to uh, play Nick Gonzalez and Miguel Andahar every day down the stretch. Um. See, I don't, <laughs> I don't care enough. Like whatever the Cubs do, whatever the Reds do, like that's them. That's good for them. Whatever. Okay. The focus of the pie should be the five Pirates, and I want to see three more games of we're going to act like this is our playoffs. Quotes Joshua Palacios, and I want to see that for the last three games. There, I know there's nothing to play for. But show me, show I mean, me something. Let, let me put it this way: I will never be upset that the Pirates win baseball games. I would never get like, oh, I want the. But I would not be upset either if we just, you know, let the Marlins win these last three games. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. I, I maybe I need to get up. Maybe it's petty, but I, I don't it want. The, and I, love I, 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 I don't want the Cubs to have any happiness. I will so. be petty white all day long. <laughs> But I want to see the Pirates win. Screw, screw whatever the Cubs happen to happen to them. Whatever. You know what? If they win, they earned it and they deserved it, and they had a better offseason and they got more talent. And do something, Ben Charrington. Nah, screw that. Because they're already in the playoffs. Screw the Cubs. So how about that? <laughs> <laughs> On Doug saying you sound like GMBC. We will. All right, I, I need to retire. This is if this is my last post. If, if that's what I'm getting compared to, I need to. I need to leave. We're done. <laughs> Everyone, thank you, of course, for watching this. We'll be back tomorrow. See you then. Bye-bye. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.